All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean. And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. So here we go, another Make My Own Path series. Um, these were fan fan favorites, so we had to bring them back. They There's were, more, they to, were. more to the story. And yeah, I guess today we'll we'll head to Germany for 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 my round for, here, for, yeah, for my late arrival compared to Sean's. Exactly. So we ended last time uh, with the Make Your Own Path in Sweden. You had yep. uh, a nice stay there, but it did kind of abruptly end, unfortunately, um, due to some visa problems um so yeah i mean get us right into that what like why did you leave sweden number one did you want to leave uh was it expected was it a shock how are you feeling in terms of am i gonna be able to stay in europe I and mean, what was going through your head at this point definitely shocked to answer that question i was definitely shocked i was there with uh an american new zealand new zealander shouts out to zach and matt and um yeah, it was it was a shock. You know, we were doing well. We were top of the table. I was leading the league in assists and just felt like this was the next step, you know, just doing well here. It was everything that I was told to do, like, and learned, you know, from mentors and stuff is to get into a place in a country and try and build your way up. And I was doing that. It was, t- it was a little slow at first, but I mean, you have to build a name for yourself, right? But yeah, it was a shock and I didn't want to leave, but, um, you know, it was kind of the club kind of approached us and was like, yeah, there's nothing we can do. We're sorry. Um, we want you guys to stay, obviously. Like, we had a great relationship with the club. Um, we coached. I coached the one of the youth teams there, all in English, you know, Swedish. They're just so impressive that the 16, 17, 18-year-olds. And, yeah, it was like, it was good. I was, I was involved in the community a little bit, you know, just people knew us, and it was a good place to be at the time. Um, weather was getting better. You know, Swedish winters suck. And yeah, I mean, when I, when they said, when they said I had to leave, you know, it was like a bit of animosity, a bit of fear, a bit of all of these things, uncertainty, definitely. Uh, I didn't know what would come. I was talking to a few connections and mentors and yeah, there was some stuff maybe about Portugal, maybe about Finland, but everything kind of just seemed like yeah, there were opportunities and there were maybes. You know, it was like hoping. That's really how I would describe it. It was like mm. I, they were hopeful opportunities. But in this in this game, you kind of learn what is hopeful and what is like, okay, this is something I can actually attach onto and see where it goes. Instead of, you know, it's the worst when you're you're expecting work from other people, you know, or hoping from something, someone else to deliver for you. So Sean and I, you know, I, I don't remember the exact conversations, but I remember reaching out to you very pretty, pretty soon after like learning that news. And you were like, yeah, bro, come to Germany. Like, what are you doing? Come to Germany. Um, I think you were just, there was like March or early April. So it was like, or sometime April. I can't remember exactly when it was, maybe even May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the dates are lost on me. But I remember that I, the, the club wanted me to stay until um my schengen visa which is 90 days was up Mm -hmm. and talking to sean it was like okay you come i think i I came in july early july and so it was like lining up you have to if if you guys know one of the things especially approaching europe you got to know your days your your tourist visa days your schengen visa days you get 90 days you have to spend 90 days out of the country as well out of the schengen territories which is most most of europe Mm -hmm. and they wanted me to stay and i was like no guys, like I, I need these days in case something else comes. I need these days. And there was a little bit of pressure from their side because obviously they wanted us to stay as long as possible and help the team. I totally get their position, but I was like, no, I'm out and packed up the bags earlier. Uh, I think I played like one last game and then went to the U S trained a little bit there played a little bit with Stockade FC shout out to uh, Dan and Den- uh, Dan Hoffe and Dennis Crowley Jamal all the guys there um, stayed fit there good trainings got some game fitness because I knew some I knew I could come to Germany and Sean just phrased it as like yeah you come trial with my team 
And so one way ticket booked and, uh, you know, backpack and a checked bag and off to Hamburg where Sean was nice enough to pick me up from the airport. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I, I, that, that time is so, uh, I don't even remember so specifically. I do remember definitely telling you with like full confidence that, oh yeah, come to Germany. Like you could for sure get a trial with my team or I know some other teams, like, mm there's no doubt that they're going to take you because I also, I also know there's some players that sometimes they have to play an 11 v 11 to show what they can do, or it takes a little bit. And then there's some players like you could see, you know, in the first 10 minutes, Oh, he's a player. Mm-hmm. And I knew yeah, yeah. that you were one of those. And I was like, Oh, he's going to come here and like show himself. I already knew what players I had on the team. I've been in preseason with them already. So I know what you're competing against. I was like, oh, he's going to come here and he's going to just be better than all of them. Footwork.club is now live. The official Footwork website where you can find all the Footwork content, including some new features. That's right. Along with our podcasts and guests, you can find exclusive written articles, including blogs about our own stories, free products that can help with chasing the dream, as well as our first official merch. All that and more. So join the club. So yeah, what were you thinking when you come in uh, to my apartment, you know, in a very nice area of Hamburg, and then you see, you see what room you're uh, going to be living in? Yeah, I mean, you said it was small. I didn't know it was that small, but again, it was kind of, I don't know. When you said you went into Mongolia without expectations, that's kind of like how I went into Germany, because it was just like it was the whole one-way ticket book thing, and like, okay, I. It says I can train with the team. I'm getting in front of someone. So from there, it was just like, can I get on a team? Because this last opportunity kind of got taken away from me. It was something I couldn't control. So can I just do something right now that I can control? That really was my whole mindset going into it. And I think the simplicity really helped me. It wasn't a, I mean, it was a small room and like everything, but like, it's not, that wasn't a bad situation. I look back and laugh at it just to see how far we've come from it and stuff. And it's funny some of the stories about the bed breaking and, and the nail on um, the bed. <laughs> yeah. And then in the heat and everything in the room, like it, all that stuff is funny, but the situation of it is like, I had my own room. I had, right, you I had didn't a door. bring a lot of stuff. Like yeah. the bed was fine and I could sleep on it. You know, I could, I, I had a roof under my head, like um, started working the part-time job that you helped me out with too. Yeah. I got to say just before we head on, I got to just say thank you to Sean because I'm, in this part of my journey, I'm forever indebted to for the bridge that that Sean gave me. So, a nice props to props oh, to no, you. No. And this is, this um, is the start of footwork. That, exactly. And uh, yeah, but no, I mean, it was looking back, like it it could be worse. One, you were mm-hmm. paying what 200 euros for rent, which is nothing compared to anywhere else you could find. You know, we moved that little shelf thing into your room, which became your closet, which was nice. Bro, you gotta make <laughs> do. You gotta be resourceful. That's like the one thing. And then and we had this, uh, you had that ugly ass orange couch as your, well, couch bed that became a couch yeah, bed. It was lifeline. pretty ugly. It was pretty ugly. And I mean, <laughs> it was something that I thought would be temporary and it was temporary, but it was a little more temporary than I first thought. But I mean, like it was fine because it, in the end of the day, I had a, I had a place to stay and then really just kind of prove myself in one training from being there. That was kind of nice i wonder looking back on it if we could have leveraged that time and took other trials Mm, but i think we we were all just like good situation sean can help me adapt a little bit and be uh, you know with the team and the language and the coaches and you know this is a place maybe i could play right away so i mean who knows but i think we leveraged the things we 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 had i guess just to, to put me into a situation Right. I think, th- I think that's part of it. When, I mean, you had a great mindset coming in that like, yeah, this is not ideal, but it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Also, you had an opportunity immediately. I think you will come into that, how you trained right away. And then uh, also like players have to remember too, is like you, sometimes when you get to a new country, you have to prove yourself first. There's a balance of getting to that, to your level, the highest possible level, but also getting to a good level where you can prove yourself to basically the country. And mm-hmm. to the the players and the teams, like, oh, he can play at this level. Okay, he can play at the next level. Yeah. Because sometimes going in without any sort of resume, which it was a little bit your situation, mm-hmm. like 
yeah, they see they see you in front of they say, okay, he's a good player. He's doing well in training, but where has he played? And yeah, it's ridiculous, but unfortunately that's what it is. But then once you you know, you spent six months there and then a few months later and then it turned into to where you are now. But I mean, how was that first off you getting there and you train immediately? I've done it before. I did it in Australia. The jet lag was a little worse in Australia. So like um yeah, it was okay. I mean, like I think the first the first training was actually a friendly. Yes. Against a very lower league team. Mm. And yeah, I didn't start, but just came on and had like 20 minutes, I think. And for that, it was okay. You know, you just got to stay hydrated, I think is the biggest thing. Your body can push through it, but just make sure you're hydrated and you get a really good warm up. And I think the jet lag kind of can go away pretty quickly, in my opinion. Um, mm. Yeah, it was good though, man. Like, like you said, there's always that balance of getting your foot through the door, which I think my highlight tape did a little bit. Cause you know, yeah. this is what we say to guys when we have the consultations too, is like the highlight tape you need, you need that because it can get you through the door when no one knows your name, because no one in this city knew my name. And that's how it works. Just like Sean said, is like making your name in a country or a city. And especially in Germany, if you get into an area, make your name in that city. So Hamburg, you, you know, if no one knows you, no one's going to take those chances on you. They may come look at you for a training, and that's what they did. I had a good highlight tape. I had a good connection. He said, okay, yeah, he can come. We'll give him 20 minutes, and that's what I did. And what did I do with literally the first play? Yeah. Lower division team, but I just showed what I could do. Quick, darty, finish, you know, work hard. And so then after that, I just remember he said, like, keep coming back, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he said it in English. Did he say it in English? No, he, said, he said it in German and I was translating, but it was, yeah. I forget the words exactly, but it was like, we wanted to keep coming, like come back and then continue and then to keep, keep coming. coming. Yeah. And it was like weird, like, so you're saying you want to, wanted to stay here. And it was like, yeah. But he said it in a very cryptic way. At first. Yeah, it was very cryptic. I don't know if he was trying to be funny, but yeah, I mean, I never really ended up signing a contract there, which is kind of funny. It was like one of those things where I got registered yeah. and that was kind of a pain because like the US stuff, I don't know if you remember that. It was like a whole stress to get right, right. To get cleared before the window yeah. closed and everything. Um yeah, but preseason was good. I was finding my way in German football a little bit. Um I was having fun in the in the initial trainings, just like seeing the rondos was a big change for me. I thought we're playing on one like this kind of like field hockey turf, you know, for, for yeah. American listeners. Um, so it's quite slick, you know, but just seeing how fast the ball can move and some of the talent, some of the guys had, some of the guys have some rich futsal backgrounds and stuff like that. And you're just like, holy shit. So, I mean, adapting to that, I thought was, yeah, it was, I thought it went well for me, but I was also playing out of position, which I think mm. we'll get to like in a second, but yeah, I mean, I remember leading up to the first game, you can kind of tell who was starting. I was starting at left wing, which I've played before, but over the years, anyone who knows me and knows my game, we've come to the realization that although I can do a job there in a certain system, I'm not a left winger. I'm an eight, I think, and that that's what I am. I could play variations of eight, six, and 10, but I, I don't feel I'm a winger. But again, you know, this is what you have to do. You play in a position where a coach sees you fit, I just wanted to play too. Um, gave me an opportunity to get stats, which in a way maybe helped me, you know, because I got in more scoring positions. So you take the positives, what you can. But the night before the first game, rolled my ankle really bad, sprained it, was out for I think three to four weeks after that, just trying to get back. So I missed yeah. like the first four games, you know, just literally the night before I was about to play yeah. and I was about to start feeling good, feeling confident, and you have to work your way back. Thankfully, it wasn't something worse. But, I mean, that's why you don't wear – on those field hockey turfs, that's why you don't wear uh, firm grounds. Don't yeah. wear firm grounds on those. Do we want to talk about um, that first game, though? Even though you were hurt, you had to warm up. I mean, it is it is kind of the reality. Holy right? shit, bro. I forgot. I think that's, that I think that's a big part. <laughs> Someone's zipped the ball into you. Yeah, I don't know if we should dive too much into that because there are some some things. But, yeah, I guess there was – for some reasons I had to warm up 
and um yeah i guess we'll just leave it at that but yeah i mean i'm warming up with a bum ankle that wasn't really properly diagnosed yet and i get a ball like just zinged into me that hurts so bad uh i totally forgot about that actually that's hilarious well, I mean, these are part, there's, there's yeah. certain things that you find in a situation that you would never expect. Right. And sometimes you have to roll with the punches and sometimes you have to find out, okay, no, this is fucking silly. Um, yeah. That one might've been one of those times where I should have been yeah. like, no, this is fucking silly, but you roll with it and you just learn from it. And I think that's what we did. And you know, that time in Meindorf as a whole, I think helped me a lot to adapt one to the language, to the style of play um to some of the intensity like the spy comp like your duels and stuff i think that was a huge part for me to learn the contact first and find the ball second i was always a player who maybe wanted to take the perfect touch to get out of trouble all the time and sometimes you have to be smart use your body first because these guys know how to use their body this is something about germany is like they really know how to use their body um Playing for nothing, which we've discussed on some former episodes, literally pizza money, because my contract kind of like fell through. The owner was being a real, you know what, um, was registered, but wasn't getting paid. Luckily, shout out to Chris, got us a nice release form that said I could leave after six months because the plan is always to go further um, mm -hmm. than that. You know, find your find the level that you can build at. But we knew that situation wasn't good because. A lot of stuff was happening behind the club. Um, I was playing out of position, which I mentioned before, left wing. Felt like that was getting micromanaged a little bit by the coach. Um, but again, learned from it. He had his reasons for it too. You know, he wants to, obviously he wants to bring out the best in me. So mm -hmm. both of our intentions are there. Just couldn't find the, the way to do it, I guess. Um, but like, we never got into it or anything like that. I'm, mm -hmm. I never get into a coaches. Like, that's just not me. No. And yeah, it was just really that time was head down, work, get stats, play well and adapt and see what comes next. And that's like, how did, what it was. How did you feel about uh, coming into a country where you didn't speak the language? This is the first time for you. Well, I mean, Sweden, they, they don't speak the language either, but they speak the language, you know, right. Germany is, Germany is similar in that way. It's just not as good where people mm -hmm. could communicate to me in English and, um, from the coaching standpoint, like a lot of the, all the time in, in Sweden, the, the messages that the coach would say would get translated for the guys that didn't speak. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, most of the directions, all the directions to us were in English, but that I guess is where it differed is like from a coach getting everything in German without knowing the language yet. So you just pick up what you can and then try and use your, your common sense and, and soccer smarts to, you know, and obviously in any drill, go to the back of the line and, and learn it really quick, so quickly so you don't fuck up because you don't ever want to bring a training down because of that. So right. it's like, it's pretty easy, I think, after like mm -hmm. a few trainings to just find the guys who will help you find the, because I didn't, I mean, I asked Sean a lot of shit, but I didn't always want to ask Sean. So it's like, find the ways you can, you can learn on the fly and still participate in the session without knowing the language, you know, no left, no right, no forward, no leave it, you know, one, two, like these things. These are the simple things that you can learn really quickly. And for those of you who want to go to Germany, check out our website. <laughs> we have a list of German soccer phrases. We have a list of Portuguese, Portuguese, Italian, Italian, Spanish. Spanish, and maybe French one day, but we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really what it was. That's what it was for me. And I think the time as a whole, like I said, was a crazy learning experience. And some of it was negative, but all in all, like it helped me grow as a player and a person. And in the end, I performed well enough to take me to another Oberliga team. Yeah, exactly. Here still. And then, so, I mean, you're able to get out of the disaster situation. Um everyone got out of it yeah basically everyone so the we had good players but we weren't performing well but there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff um thunder and yeah literally the whole team left including the coaches the left coaching sean coaching left staff. sean went to Haida. um i left i think a ton of people left 
Yeah. yeah and I, I had to go on trial again because like still, even though you score goals and play in some games, like team, they don't really know you yet. It's like, I, I think I played for really four months out of the season. If that, mm-hmm. so you still have, you're nobody, you're still a nobody. Unless you lit it up, you, you know, lit it up in a cup game, you know, like I think I had one really good game where I scored two goals and had, three times. Or I have a hat trick and, and I had an assist, three goals yeah. and assist, I think. But it was against like one of the weaker teams. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had done that against a top team, maybe that, you know, I get in an article or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's how it works is how you think it would work. It's like, can you make a little publicity? People start to know your name. You know, they might watch you a little bit when there's a favorable uh, tone about you. Then I think some of the bias comes in, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. now they're looking for the good things. It's exact. It goes exactly how you think it would go. But yeah. I had to train at the next club. Um had some connections there. Um, yeah, basically it was kind of the same thing. Like luckily the, the release worked out. I'm still really playing out of position, um, but I signed there in January or end of January, February, end of January when the preseason's back up again, played two games, had a good time there. I mean, like maybe I would have developed there too, but was playing out of position again, played even right, right wing back for one game because uh, someone got hurt during warmups. And I guess also I take a little pride in people knowing that I can do a job utility. I think oh, yeah. the only place I couldn't do a job is center back. I just, I think I just don't, maybe the movement I could get down, but just in terms of battling with someone and stuff, like, uh, I think I'm, 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 so, I'm, I'm done there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm picturing time. I'm picturing myself playing center back, and it's not a good. Yeah. It's not a good picture at all. Did you ever feel when you when you went to to Ham uh, United, the next the next team in the winter? Did you ever feel like a bit like, oh, I thought I performed at at the previous team. You thought mm-hmm. something more would come. Was that ever a thought in your mind, or like your ego thought yeah. you were maybe you should have you deserved something more than you've been given? I guess I didn't feel like I deserved it yet. Um, I felt that I felt I was at the level just from from watching it. I knew I could mm-hmm. play up to it with a few trainings. I knew it was all learning and, and adapting. I don't feel like I necessarily deserved it because again, like I did play well, but you're playing for a team that's battling relegation. I still don't have a name. Like I didn't expect anyone to be like, "Oh, there's." But you know, in in my head, sometimes I did feel like, "Why is not one person saw my game and been like?" Let's give him a chance. Like he's new. We might find this guy. You know, I thought Germany was different in scouting talent. And it is because again, I do get my chance and just got in front of the right people at the end of the day. It's and they didn't look at my past resume. They just looked how did I perform with this team? So it is different in that regard, but also like it's a it's a lot of the same wherever you go. It's like, you know, it's the scouting is you still have to make a name for yourself and you're still kind of a nobody until you've done it a little bit. So there's still that resume involved where, okay, he's played a little bit in the, in the Oberliga. Let's take a look at him in the regional Liga, which is fifth and fourth tier respectively for those um, who maybe don't know. So yeah, to answer your question a little more simply, I didn't feel like I deserved it yet, but I felt like why maybe I didn't get one sniff. Like, mm-hmm. all right. But again, it was like, all right, let's do this again because Six months here, maybe six months here, and in the summer I'll get my move. But then comes Coroni. Roni, Roni. Roni, Roni puts a, yeah, ends that abruptly for you. You play two games, um, both at right wing back. Where'd you yeah, play right the second wing game? Back, right wing back and right wing, left wing. Still, still outside. Still which, outside, yeah. Which also too. When you were when you were at when we were at Mindorf together, it was a little frustrating too because, like I I know how you can play, and I mm-hmm. knew that you would perform first off better than you were performing in the middle than outside, but it's it's almost like can I how can I convince the coach but not like overstep, you know, yeah, my yeah. boundaries by saying like hey listen Dylan is better than this player and this player, mm-hmm. and like maybe you think he's good at left wing but he's a better player in the middle you know yeah. but how do you think of that in your head like yeah i can do a job but i'm not showing everything i can do you know you're, it's almost like you're there's a ceiling of what you can do because yeah yeah 
just your skill sets and your abilities are much better suited in the middle of the field. It's frustrating. It definitely is frustrating because when you have an idea of a level you want to get to, you want to play in your position because you know that's the way you're going to get to that level. Right. You know, I would have never got to the regional league of playing left wing, I don't think. Looking yeah. at some of the left wings in this league and especially the left wings and right wings we have on our team, nah. You know, like maybe I could do a job, but I wouldn't be like some of the guys that I'm seeing. Right. And I especially wouldn't I don't think I would be like earning the amount of minutes that I've earned since I've been in this league. So yeah, it's frustrating. It's also a balance because like you want to play. And there yeah. was times at Mindorf where I wasn't playing. And like, I think I got benched for two games in the middle there came on mm -hmm. as a sub, but that's kind of like the balance. You have to be grateful that you're playing obviously, cause I am. Um, but also just trying, I don't know. I don't know if like in, in, maybe subconsciously that led to, cause you know, the coach wanted me to stay on the touchline, but I think subconsciously in my head in trainings and in games, I wanted to come in and help create and help drive the ball going forward and help be disruptive in the counter press. Cause we had some older guys in the middle, you know? So like I knew what I could bring on that first team was different. Second team. I kind of thought the same. I thought we had two good other mid center midfielders, um, one was more of a six and one was more of a 10. And I thought, why can't I just slip right into this? But maybe I would have as the season went on, because again, it was very short preseason, two games and then Corona. So I barely got to kind of establish myself and, and show him I could be this option. Just give me that chance in a game, you know? Right. Wow. This hammer. Can you yeah. hear this? This Hamburg weather just took a turn, bro. I can't. It's going I mean, crazy. It's still, uh, it's still calm right now. But yeah, the rain. It's, it's probably moving here. north. Falls Just here. wait. Just wait. Yeah. So then, um, I mean, at this point too, uh, to preface that, we we finally got out of that apartment. We're in a a, a nice apartment now, together. Um, yeah. First off, one that obviously changes the situation for you because now you're not sleeping on a couch with a nail poking through it. If you step on it incorrectly or, uh, you have, you have make it sound worse now. than it is. Like there was a nail there, but it was like, I don't know. I mean, it, didn't, it never got in the way. Hey, if you sit down <laughs> on the wrong spot, it's going to hurt. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, we did move up a little bit. We did. Um, but yeah, Corona comes and, at this point too, we're also, uh, we are working, uh, we have to teach, we're teaching English. Yeah, we're and teaching that's English the on only the way we're able to basically stay in the country and earn enough money to stay there and pay mm -hmm. rent. So we're playing completely amateur, football. playing completely yeah. amateur in the fifth year exactly. at this point. Now, but when you went to Ham, so I, I was able to get the opportunity at Haida, which is in the regional league, a one league up. What were your thoughts? I know we've spoken about this a thousand times, but was there not a jealousy, but like, was it a motivation of like, oh, he just got that chance? Like, I know I'm right there. Because we also, when you first got here, we went to a regional league game, one of the first weeks you were there, mm -hmm. and we saw the level. So it wasn't yeah. anything, you know, new to you. What were you thinking when now I was able to make the step up in the winter, but you kind of had to go sideways to another team that's fighting relegation in the Oberliga? I think there's always like a few sporadic initial thoughts where it's like your ego tells you like why isn't that me so that always will happen but for me like especially with someone like you it's like i knew that you have been putting the work in before me so one it's like i knew that you deserved to make that move two it was like if he can do it then i can do it it was like good inspiration is like okay he just made the jump like i know sean and i are at the same level so i can make that jump with him too so like I never think there was like a jealousy. There may have been like that initial thought, like, why, why isn't this me? Which I think as mm -hmm. humans, we're all, we all have the tendency to do. But when you just take like one second back, it was like, one, he deserves it. He put the work in. Two, what a great opportunity for him. Three, coming back to me and my ego, like, okay, he can do it. I can do it. And four, that's a great connection that I have. He's in the Regional Liga. Right. Like, so all of it was like, okay, yeah, maybe I have to put in more work now too, because he's made his name. He's put in his time and he got the move to the Regional Liga. 
it works. Like the formula works. Right. Okay, dope. Now I just have to do the same thing and I'll get back right with him. So that was kind of, that was my feeling. Was there, were there ever talks of you also coming on trial there? Because I distinctly remember uh, the first few trainings. Then obviously when I was there the whole full time, I was like, oh, Meindorf, the quality of players at Meindorf is better. Like training on the ball was the quality was so much better than this team. This team is like maybe a little more intense and more fit, but I was kind of shocked. Like, oh, this is the, the higher, the higher tactically more sound, exactly more disciplined. Mm -hmm. But like, what is the higher these, level? These, yeah, exactly. These levels aren't so different, actually. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure Chris, our agent, like mentioned it to them because mm -hmm. you know he's sly and he's always trying to figure out the ways to like help the clients and. Right. It would be good for him and us to be on the same team again. You know, it's like it's another way to make publicity and make news is right. two Americans that went to university together are helping Haida, you know, Sell achieve papers. heights. It sells <laughs> papers. And then again, it's, like that brings clicks. the media coverage. People watch your games. It's the whole formula again. But I don't think anything ever really came to fruition. We just yeah. were thinking about where could I get to. That was kind of a sideways move a little bit. They were high on the table. Right. A sideways move in terms of like um facilities at the club and everything so it was like it was a step sideways but to give me a better preparation to take another step forward but mm -hmm. corona came obviously like we just mentioned a few times and then it was me and you in the apartment and again i think there was like a very crucial time for us because one footwork was born obviously we had talked about it with some friends and then we were like it gave us a little bit of a time and space to talk and create, especially after workouts where we'd be like, dude, this would be sick to talk about. Like, you know, I have this story about Mongolia. Mm -hmm. And then it was born from that. And it's changed, obviously, a little bit in how we approach it. It's not just our stories and funny stories and stuff like that. But that was born. You know, we worked a ton. So we saved that money. Um, and the workouts, I feel like I really gained some good strength there, some fitness and the ball work and like juggling work and, and stuff that we did. I remember we did some Stanford running um, mm -hmm. tests, some um, thank God for the kettlebell, because when when Corona hit Germany, it was almost impossible to find yeah. a Corona, uh, sorry, Corona bell, a kettlebell. <laughs> That's basically a what it was. <laughs> it was a Corona bell. In a price that was like even reasonable, okay, even just yeah. a little bit reasonable. We found it somehow, um, and yeah, that that kettlebell was like the shit. Along with your exercise bands, we did a lot of circuits and stuff, yeah. the jailhouse workouts, the yard. Going we back call it. up with books, yeah, yeah, yeah. Making a house body. <laughs> <laughs> we really did fill up book bags with books. And stuff to make it heavy. And then we did a bunch of push-ups and dips. And, and dips and, and squats like and that, lunges. Bro. That's hilarious. But I mean, what that shit time. worked. Well, I mean, worked. that that was the thing is we were so productive as soon as Corona hit. Like, it wasn't even a question. Uh, Like, oh, this is... Like, I don't even remember thinking, like, oh, we should just not do anything. No, I it think like, we were extremely... Oh, let's get we right after it. Yeah, we were extremely fortunate. And I think that we had that we lived with each other at that point exactly i think if we lived alone i think it would have been a little bit tougher tougher to kind of mm -hmm. be that i mean we're in a pandemic that's never happened before like but our mentality was like okay we're around each other all the time anyway so like there's no fear fuck it and let's just do shit because we yep. have time the weather is okay and you know work was still going on and we had a kettlebell and we were like, let's just fucking get better. Let's just take the time that is exactly. out of our control. And yeah, I mean, we did, I remember being like pretty jacked. Yeah. The same, <laughs> like this crazy. And you know, that also goes to show too, because there's always, you know, that not, not the excuse in the back of the head, but it's like, I got to go to the gym to mm -hmm. get really fit. But like that time proved like, no, like you don't really need much as long as you put in the hard work and eat properly. Like you will get the results that you want. hundred you know? percent. By the end and of it, I, that I was, was sick of home workouts. Sick of same, home workouts. Same. Sick of the kettlebell. I didn't want to look at it. Just like, you but, know, 200 banded push-ups. but like, Hey, 
they Sh- it worked. Shout out to the people that we would have on the FaceTime too. We had your brother on the FaceTime. We yeah. had Noah daily. Noah. Shout out to him. We would put them on FaceTime and we would do like rounds of of a hundred. Oh, yeah, like a things. circuit. Yeah, yeah, just like do it. Someone's someone's got the ox. Like let's just do it. Yeah, and that was the was thing. Sick. It's like you hear that, just show up. And yeah. there would be days where I would be like, I'm not feeling it. And days where someone would be like, No, right. I'm not feeling it. And it was just about keeping each other accountable in that accountability, time buddy. It was the accountability, buddy. But uh-huh. we were, I mean, I think the circumstances of it like helped us a lot. Not the circumstances of Corona and stuff. I'm just saying the situation we were in of living together. For sure. Having fitness stuff, having a soccer ball and having a tiny little park with a wall. Like mm-hmm. we were set. Yeah. And it sucked at times because you wanted to play and you wanted to, you know, but it is what it is. We had bikes, yeah. we had kettlebells, we had we had mm-hmm. everything we needed at the time, just like no no real freedom. <laughs> but the jail was no good real freedom, but so much freedom at the same the time. Jailhouse was good for the a time weird dynamic. Being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We need to get a picture of that place. I mean, we have videos. It's changed. It's changed since then. It has changed. <laughs> it's yeah. sad. I think then, I don't remember when it kind of talk started coming out again about the season. Cause it got like first it was postponed and then it was just straight up canceled, but we kind of saw yeah. the writings on the wall. Right. And then the team I was at wanted me to resign. And I can't remember the exact row of events of the timeline, but I'm pretty sure we kind of stalled for a little bit and they were like, you know, we're, we're fixing our roster together. We need answers. And they were like, and we were like, oh, we want to explore some stuff. And they were like, yeah, that's cool. But if you go explore these things, like you won't have a roster spot. Like we're giving you this. We'll improve the contract, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, you have a spot. We want you. If not, you have to let us know. And I don't even really think I thought about it, to be honest. Like I just knew at that point it was time for some risks. There was some time. Chris, our agent, was was optimistic. You had done well in your time at Haida. I just thought. There was a few connections and possibilities here and there. Like, this is the time to take a chance, you know? If I don't get on another team, you know, that sucks. But I didn't see that as a real possibility. I thought, I'll get on somewhere. And if I have to come back to the Oberliga in the fifth tier, you know, I can. there's someone who will take me, I thought. So for them to kind of pressure that into me, like, I get from their standpoint. But, yeah, the sporting director didn't believe in me, didn't think I could make it, told me. Didn't tell me, told my agent I'll never play in the Regional Liga, which is a real cool moment. It's nice. Yeah. And um yeah, from there the the summer of the trials begins, I guess. It's another yeah. chapter. It's another chapter in itself. Yeah, it is. I mean, did because he's a trial with Altona. So this was now coming towards the end of May. We know the season's done. It's planning for next season now. Um mm-hmm. it had to be around then. Where you said definitely no to him, but then you have this out on a trial, but you've booked a flight home. Yeah, flight's been booked. They're doing so. Altena is in the Regional Liga again, just so yeah. you guys know. It's a cool club, very cool traditions, old club, cool fans. I was like, oh, cool. This is this is a like I would love to play for this club. And yeah, they had small sessions. They were doing like because at the time I think you could only have like eight players or something like that. So they had like a couple trialists here and there. And I did, I mean, I did well in what we were doing. It's like, you couldn't see the full picture of it, but they, I think they saw a glimpse of something because they wanted me to come back a little bit and come back. But yeah, I think there was a part of me after the pandemic that just wanted to like go home and see family. I had it booked and in reality, I think the timing of it was like, I had, I had more, power if i stayed i had more power for i had i put more not more pressure but i think i just had like the ball was in my court if i stayed i could have just kept proving myself and been one of the first guys that they looked at and been like okay we'll sign this guy before we kind of get more guys in and roster spots and plus i just thought like these small trainings you know i'll come back when they're really starting because i'm sure after this they'll like they'll say yeah you can come for a preseason we've seen you Obviously, you've done well in the possession, the finishing drills, all that. He's fit, you know, like we'll bring him back. And against my agent's wishes, who thought I should stay, I did go home, which I think is a mistake looking back on it. But 
you know, you learn from these things and I can only help others learn from it. You know, when you have positions of power, it's, it's good to, to stay in them and capitalize on them and not leave. So that's the mistake I made. I went home for a little bit, great trip home, yada, yada, and all that. But I come back and they don't really want to take another, like they're, they're kind of more or less like, yeah, we have, we have the spots in that position, you know? And I lost out on that moment where I was in front of their faces. Oh. And what were you thinking about that when you came back? I mean, obviously looking back at it now, there's that, you know, the Chinese farmer look at it like, was it a mistake? Mm -hmm. No, probably not looking at it now, but at the time, of course, it was kind of like the world, like, damn, I had this yeah, opportunity and I went home and yeah, there was, was a lot of, of all or nothing feelings, you know, like I right. need to get this try. I need to get this contract in the fourth tier. I need it. Like that's next. So, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucked because then it's coming back with uncertainty and just feeling again, over time, I don't live with regret, but in certain situations when, when not enough time has passed and, you know, other circumstances and opportunities come, I did live with a little bit of regret in those weeks, just like, damn, you know, I could have secured a contract at this cool club uh, who does things right. I think. And, you know, they had a new coach in who had a good resume. It was just like, that could have been a really good opportunity for me. And in the end, I'm not saying like I was going to get signed, but I didn't help, you know, I hurt my chances. And for that, it was like, yeah, I just, I don't know. One of those things about sacrifices and setting up a home in the new country where mm -hmm. I just didn't find that right balance yet. And I think Corona played a part in that. I'm not trying to make excuses, but you know, these things all came up and yeah, it was, it was a little bit of a regretful time, but Chinese farmer shouts out the Keegs, like these, some things, the cliche is everything happens for a reason, you know, whether you believe that or not, it's just different opportunities came and eventually something came where the opportunity for me was even better, All right. but not without another two trials. Yeah. One with Sean's team, Sean's current team. Yeah. Where I actually, when I came back <laughs> nuts during those Corona times, bro, I had to get a COVID test to, to get out of quarantine coming back from, from, from the U S into Germany. Otherwise, it was 14 days and I would miss out on them saying they told me I could come for a trial for the week. And we'll see from there. Week trial with a team that just got promoted to the Regional Liga. Boom. All right, cool. Let's go. Oh, you have to get out of quarantine. Oh, you can't leave quarantine to go get a test because you're not a citizen or whatever. I don't I can't even remember what the rules were. So we had to like I had to we found this guy who was like a private tester or something. And he comes to the apartment. Sean's not there yet. He's still in the U.S., I think. He comes in looking like those guys from uh, Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Yeah, it just fully suited like, you know, like in any movie where there's like a disease or an alien or something like that, like an E.T., you know, the guys are just suited up. He comes in looking like that. I'm like, oh, my God, the neighbors are probably freaking out right now. Get a test. It was my I think that was the first Corona test that I took. Cause I don't even think we needed to take one to go home. Did we? I can't remember. Long I don't time remember. ago. But regardless, yeah, I get that. I had to pay like a hundred euros, which was fucking, or even more. I might have had to pay it was 200, euros, yeah. which is crazy. 200 yeah. euros to go trial with the team. And I didn't perform for one reason or another. I just didn't think I showed my qualities. I didn't, I wasn't dominant enough. I didn't impose myself enough is probably the best way to put it. I didn't impose myself enough. I did well, I, you know, I showed I was fit. I showed I could ball. I showed, you know, I had good touch and good decision-making, but in the end it was like, yeah, he's probably good, but is he going to take someone's spot? No, they didn't think so. So I get axed from them, which was, I don't think I made a mistake. It's just one of those things. Like sometimes you don't perform and you have to take what you learn onto the next one and try yeah. and impose yourself a little bit more. So we secured a connection with, with Sean there and Haida agreed to take me on trial. Take an hour train. What was it? Hour 30 trains to, to these trials. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Downplaying that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like another, like, yeah, I could see there was differences in quality from the, some of the teams that I trained at, but this team was super fit. They had a real spirit and energy about them. Um, 
played well, I thought, in the trials. The team started to accept me. Um, kind of just talking about, oh, when you sign the contract, you know, like those things start to pop up. You're like, oh, I'm in. You yeah. start to get that feeling. You know, it was a great group. There's some great guys on the yeah. team, just away from the field too. Um, I think I was there for a month. <laughs> That's thunder? lightning thunder is going off. Um, oh, sign. it's that. a sign. Look at that. It took about an extra two seconds to come to me. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, month trial, I think. Felt part of the team. And then we get a voice message. The voice and, message. Uh, the, the infamous voice message. voice message. The voice message. Came back from a great day at the lake. Um, it's Sean, myself, and Sean's girlfriend, Christina. And we get a voice message that in long words basically says we're not going to take Dylan. I think there was some, I don't know if it was politics or whatever was involved with the decision-making, but it didn't seem like a football one. It didn't seem yeah. like a football one. Yeah, exactly. So it was tough. It was really tough. Um, definitely had some teary eyes. Um, you know, cause you just, I thought after all this time, one month, this is the third different team I've been on trial with. Everything's kind of gone into place. I played in games, you know, I've, I've been around the club. I've started to like really make friends with like the people around the club, the kit man, the physios, you know, like all these relationships you start to build. You're kind of like, all right, all right, I'm feeling like I'm in this team. And then, yeah, for whatever reasons, it did not work out. And so I take a teary eyed bike ride back to our apartments. And that night we were fortunate enough that Team I'm on now, Norderstedt, was looking for a center mid for, I think, a week prior. I was mm -hmm. this far into a Haida where it was like, I'm about to sign for them. Like, I'm not going to take another trial, even though Norderstedt was a better club in the league. Um, and, yeah, better probably all around standing. Mm -hmm. So we just thought, like, yeah, like, I'm going to sign here. Let's stay here. Like, I'm here right now. Let's not screw this to go on trial. And then right. who knows what happens. This is at least a sure thing in the next league. And that was the goal for the summer. But it didn't go my way. Thankfully, they were still open to see me, though, Norder State. Mm -hmm. And so what turned into a teary-eyed voice message on a Sunday evening, Monday, the next day afternoon, I'm in training. And, you know, stayed on trial there for a bit. And the rest is history, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so much so much to dive into there. There's that voice message. <laughs> <sighs> I don't even remember what was said. Thankful. I just remember standing there on our bike. Might still be on my phone. I don't, we mind you, find mind that. you, my girlfriend is like translating it as he's yeah, yeah. Like she keeps pausing it, and it's just like she, every she time like she didn't want to say it either. News. She didn't want to yeah. say it either. Yeah. She didn't want to be like, no, they don't want you, Dylan. You know? Yeah, she was yeah. sad, saddened by it too. We all were. <laughs> it yeah, hit us. It was. It was really. I wonder if there's a, on the cameras like recorded. That'd be a nice. That little would video be hilarious. Oh. Um, Should have documented everything. For real. But yeah, so I mean, you also, when you look at the standings too, this is a team with Alton and Haida who before when Corona happened, they were bottom of the table or close to bottom of the table. Mm -hmm. Then Phoenix Lubeck, which was a recent Oberliga promoted team. Yep. And you get denied from three teams where someone from the outside would say, not knowing how you played, would be like, listen, if he got denied oh, from and these they did. teams. Oh, and they did. If if he got denied from the worst teams in the league and a, a promoter, doesn't maybe he maybe he's not ready for this jump. Yep. But then they, you they get did. a chance with I don't know, Notre Dame might have been fourth in the league or fifth, very top of the they table. They were having a good they were having a good they were a good season. season. And then you get a trial with them. Mm. And most people would think like, oh, there's no shot. But like football works in weird ways. Yeah. And back to that Chinese farmer thing. It was the the stars were aligned. They were looking for a player exactly like you. Also, I think a big part of that, maybe you could talk about that, is now you've been on trial three times and you've been training intensely for five weeks with mm -hmm. different teams, Phoenix, Lubeck, and Haida. Yeah. And I think maybe that played a part in you being absolutely ready for that trial at Order State. It definitely did. 1000%. Haida, there was a ton of fitness tests that we did too. Some tough fitness yeah. tests. And I was trying my best to be, I mean, this is one of the things that I think 
when you go into a team and you can control certain things, being fit and being one of the first guys in a fitness test, top five is how I approach it. I know Sean approaches it the same way. You mm-hmm. should be gunning to win those fitness tests because one, yeah, maybe some of the guys are kind of like, oh, who is this new guy that's trying to like make us look bad? But in the end, that feeling goes away because one, you're just trying to prove that you're fit. And then it's also a competition aspect, which I think coaches like. They say, oh, yeah. he wants it. He's willing to push himself. So all those things that hide, I think definitely prepared me. I played in a few uh, test matches, you know, like some friendlies. And who's to say I wouldn't, I would have been prepared if, uh, if that stuff didn't happen for, for a better team. And I think some more, not necessarily strenuous, but a faster pace of trainings than the previous trials. So all those things I think kind of helped me. I think you're definitely right. And you're definitely right about the thing that you said before, just to touch on quickly is there was this feeling, oh, this guy, they didn't want him at Haida. There was that feeling, right? There was a few jokes. Uh, I know like some higher ups at the club knew it too. So there was a few opinions that I had to turn. Definitely. Um, I'm thankful because there were people at the club that were willing to just see me with an open eye. And I think that really helped me because I had a backing of some people. Some people I had to switch their opinions of me a little bit. At first, maybe I, I heard that there were some that thought I was too, you know, maybe too weak or too skinny or whatever, just uh, not physical enough. And I can't mm-hmm. remember how they explained it. I've heard that. I've heard that in my, I've heard that in my career. I've heard that at a trial, which was disappointing. I heard that coming into college. So mm-hmm. like, you know, these are the things that you have to switch. So in the, in the, in the trainings and in some of like the inner squad friendlies, I made it apparent that I'm going to get stuck in. I don't care that it's training. I'm sliding into some challenges. I'm bodying guys. I'm doing it in a respectful way. I'm not trying to hurt anyone, but I'm I'm making it known. No, that's not that's not going to be an issue. And then I'm going to let my other qualities shine too. So you there's sometimes you have to turn those opinions. Um, I remember I had to play in front of like the president too. He'd come down and watch some of the the inner squad games. Is what he does with 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 uh, you know uh, I keep wanting to speak the words in German with uh, um, trialists. <laughs> you could only think in german you could only think in german there um yeah so like played well in that had an assist showed i could make killer passes and stuff like that so it was winning over opinions performing in pressure situations adapting quickly because it was the highest pace that i've trained at there's some fucking good guys and there was a couple things that went in my favor because the roster spots were up for grabs kind of they weren't sure how many they wanted to take they weren't sure how many foreigner spots they were willing to give out because could only have three in a, on a roster and game day anyway. So they weren't sure how they wanted to balance that with their options. But one guy left, went to a different team. Um, another foreigner, like, was going to sign and another one they didn't want. So it was kind of like I fit into this one spot and they wanted to sign me. And, yeah, I've been with North State ever since. Everything kind of worked out that way, I guess, after not working out in three different situations for three different reasons the pieces kind of finally came together and a little bit of luck was thrown in my favor. Yeah. And there's the story, ladies and gentlemen, never go yeah, up. They, that's, that's up until that's up until North state times. I've had some good, I mean, still here. Yeah. This is now my third signing with them, I guess. But I mean, one of the years again, we got axed with yeah. Corona, but fortunately had some great highlights while I've been here. Didn't, you know, who like, it's crazy to think like, I get bodied from all these trials. They say no. I walk into the dressing room here, and they just win the Hamburg Cup, which means they get to play in the DFB Pokal. Didn't even play a registered game for them yet, and, like, I get to go play Bayer Leverkusen. It's, like, one of the luckiest things that came together, I swear to God. I didn't do, anything, like, to, I didn't do anything to earn it, you know? Like, I just right. earned my spot in the trials. But in terms of the whole lead-up, which is a full season of games and then – you know, you play this, the Pokal season is tough to get to the finals and then they win the finals without me. So I really didn't do shit, (laughs) but I got, I made my way into the roster and played the whole second half, which was, you know, one of the, one of those experiences I'll remember for the rest of my life. And one of the experiences why we do these things is like to reach Mm -hmm. those levels that no one thought was possible playing against guys that go for 
80, 90 million and, you know, really do this, the real levels to this game. Playing their Champions League right now. So there you go. All right. I played against a Champions League team, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And back to back to the hater or the many haters, but you know, not you didn't prove them wrong, but you just prove yourself right. Because despite yeah. all these denials at these trials and the people saying, okay, well, this guy can't even get a trial or can't get a contract at Haida, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was a stereotype at the time. I also dealt with that when I went to first game to Lubeck. Um, but yeah, the, after, you know, maybe weeks, maybe months, like it's not a thing anymore because nope. they don't think about that. And like exactly. you went going back to that fitness test too. Like a lot of people will say here, uh, it's a classic thing. It's like you can't run into the team, which I think is just <laughs> a, a good, it's it a very same, lazy. Yeah. It's a very lazy person's mentality. But like, yeah, that's just not true. Sure, sure some people might not have the ability, and they're mm-hmm. just the the player in front of them is better, and it is what it is. But like a chance will come or you will have the opportunity because, for example, you're fitter. So you stay healthy and you don't get injured. Facts. So when it gets injured, then you come in. Facts. So like there's always ways to look at it. And it's something completely in your control, mm-hmm. which, of course, you did. And then look where you are now. You came into Leverkusen also. And if I remember correctly, like you still weren't in the starting lineup. But like you no, not did after, well not when even, you came Not even on. after that now. Yeah. And that was maybe the beginnings of like, oh, he can play too. Like he could also get stuck in, you know, mm-hmm. some brilliant tackles in that game. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right, dude. I think it's uh, there's always building that trust within a team, especially again when like, I think if you've gone from a place where you've played and your resume is maybe better than the team you're at or sideways, then you automatically have a little bit more of of a trust or a belief that he can do a job. Well, I'm coming into a team. Okay, he does well. He we show, you know, he has potential. But how my contract and everything, how it all worked out was like, I don't know if there was any faith in me to get a second year. Maybe some people, but it, there that trust wasn't there yet. So even after Leverkusen, yeah, I think that started to lay the found work. Like, okay, we can maybe start to give him some chances because he look, he's in the right positions. You know, he's doing certain things right. He's fit and can run with these guys, these pros, at the highest level for 45 minutes. I only played a half, so, I mean, I didn't play 90 minutes, but 45 minutes, and we only let up one goal in that. So there is a bit of structure and and tactics that I was adapting to very, very, very quickly. And the games after that didn't start either, but you just keep your head down. I remember being upset about it. I think you came to a game too, and I didn't even mm-hmm. feature. Um, these things happen. You just head down, do what you can in training. And then I got word that they were going to give me like the, one of the assistant coaches was like, you're going to get your chance soon. Cause I guess there was just mumbles about it in, in the, in the locker rooms from the coaches. And yeah, it was just, it's just being ready for that opportunity when it hits first game played well again. And then you know, it was just from there on from that first game, whether I started or I think I don't know if I've started every game since then, but I've I've definitely been in the discussion at least. So right. I'm trying to think. It's if I haven't started every game that I've been like fully fit for or not coming off injury, then it's close. But yeah. that's that's the thing, is like these first impressions, one was was being fit, showing I could do it in these fitness tests. You know, where other guys say you can't run into the team. I'm saying the first impression is everything. So why yeah. can't I do everything at the level that is the best or try to be up there? Because I'm going to lose the ball on these things. I'm going to do things when I'm adapting to a situation in trials. And even when I'm on the team where I'm not completely comfortable, I don't really know my role yet. I'm finally playing eight. I'm finally playing in the midfield. So I'm trying to learn these tendencies again all these things, finding my best position within an already solidified midfield and team. So it's a whole different experience for me. But there's some things I can control. Again, how fit I am, taking care of myself, making sure that I'm being a good teammate and learning and just putting my head down and training until I got my chance. And that's what came. And Leverkusen wasn't the only one. You know, I played in uh, against Hanover, 96. Um, became a regular in the team. Um, and yeah, I had a great start to the season last year too. I had five goals as a, as a box to box midfielder and then injuries came, which is just, I think we can do another injuries run. We don't have to get into that, but I was out for five months or so. 
with a little bit in between, just kind of re-aggravated something, which is a whole different learning experience for me too. And now we're back at it again, but it's been a great time since the summer of trials and since that Meindorf and Ham time in the fifth league. And it's crazy to think of where you start and like where you get to. Yeah. And some people may just say it's like one tier. And yes, I think the same thing sometime too. But coming from that Sweden episode, having this uncertainty, proving myself again and again, getting said no again and again, you know, people not believing, people hating for whatever their reasons, and then putting my head down, believing in myself and having the circle that believed in me too, with you, with, with our agent, with you know, friends and stuff and, and family back home and just knowing I can get, I can keep climbing. And that was always the thought. And I think it's important for people to, to understand that, like these roads that Sean and I have been on, they've had many ups and downs. There's been many pitfalls. We've said before on episodes way in the past, you can't climb a smooth mountain. So all of those things, me failing at Haida, me failing at, me making a mistake at Altona, you know, leaving me, not imposing myself in a trial, you know, all of those things helped me to get the next one. And then helped me to perform in a trial where I needed to perform my best. And I actually did perform my best when I didn't in those other trials for weaker teams, I was fitter. I just spent all that time. I was hungry. I was like, this is a do or die moment for me again. Like I've been lucky enough where I've had four regional Liga trials this one's got to be it. And it was the toughest one to do on paper. But, you know, I think, again, what is what is your quote? I, I butcher it all the time. Luck and... Yeah, luck is when uh, proper preparation meets an opportunity. And that's what it was. I finally got a little bit of luck because I was, I was ready for it. And I was prepared. And I, yeah. was, I had an opportunity from connections that we built. And Sean helped and the agents helped and you know, made the right impressions, made the right impressions in that first week to buy me time so that the opportunity improved for me. And I kept getting better in those trials. I remember talking to one of the guys and they, they were like, yeah, we saw you in the first trains and we we're like, Hmm, interesting. Like he's probably not going to last here. And then the next week came by and I started performing and they were like, Oh yeah, let's like we're probably going to sign this kid. So it's just, it's one of those things you have to flip opinions. Yeah. And luckily Again, some things finally went into my favor. I was lucky and fortunate enough that I had that fourth chance. Some people don't get that chance again, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was ready for it. I was ready for that one. And that's kind of my Germany time, yeah. I guess, in a nutshell. That's current. That's up until now. And now we're yeah. we're back balling and and we'll see what comes this season. Yeah, exactly. And footwork Derby, I don't know when we're gonna be hearing this or you will be hearing this, but footwork derby's coming up. Yeah, stay tuned to our yeah. socials and stuff. And thank you guys. The hundredth episode, we got some yeah. some great feedback and numbers, and we're back with guests and our own stories again to our normal roots. And yeah, it's been great. Thank you for the free support. Please continue it. Um, make sure you review us on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube, please. Um, yeah, we're on everything. So just if you can lend us that like, that comment, all those things help. You know, like with these algorithms and shit these days. Um, if you want to help us too, like we're always, we want to make better content. So that's our goal is to help you guys and keep building this community. So I feel like I've done enough talking. I need, I need a yeah. tea or something. Yeah. And and can and continue reaching out for the consultations. We've had uh, a lot of great talks with many people over those. Um, so continue to reach out on our website um, under the tab. Want to go pro. You just, Fill in your email and we'll reach out and set up a time to uh, have a video call. Yeah, absolutely. And sign up for the newsletter too. That's another way you can get newsletter. some free support and get some free stuff. There's some, it's coming. We it said it before, coming. people, yeah, it's yeah. actually coming. Like there's yeah. money's been out there. So yeah, keep in, keep in touch, keep way. in tune and um, yeah, be ready for the merch because it's, yeah. we won't give the date yet, but it's, it's coming. Money's down. Deposits have been yeah, made. Yeah, there you go. So until <laughs> next time, keep moving forward, keep learning, and make your own path.
Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands that make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos. Those are great, but more importantly, amazing content for any dream chasers out there. Plug, plug, pass. Tell your friends, your enemies, your mother, your brother, your sister, your pastor, it doesn't matter who. Tell the mailman, your dog, anybody that can listen. Like, subscribe, review, because all of that helps while you're there. We'll take whatever we can get to join the club. Join the club. He messed me up. I mean, he can just, he can just mash it together, so it's fine. (laughs)